This episode of the Upper Discussion Podcast is brought to you in part by Whiskey Lane. Launched in Kelowna, BC, and now expanding to Montreal, Whiskey Lane is on a mission to share their obsession with quality food and drinks with growing audiences by keeping the best local flavors on their minds and on their tongues. No matter what your business needs to grow, Whiskey Lane knows how to make it happen. Whiskey Lane, bringing long lines to the producers of specialty food and drinks. Go to whiskeylane.ca to find out more. And that's whiskey, the Canadian way, without an E. Hi, I'm Tom Zalatni, and you're listening to episode 307 of Up for Discussion, a show about great food and the people who love to make and eat it. Every week, we tackle a different ingredient, dish, or style of cuisine, sharing our favorite recipes and learning from our wonderful guests. Today, we're talking all about afternoon snacks. Before we dig in, I want to take a minute to acknowledge that the studio where I'm recording is situated within the traditional and unsurrendered territories of the Ganyangahaga First Nations. As settlers, I think it's important to remember that the lands we occupy are not our own, and to engage in conversations that challenge the colonial mindset. So I want to encourage encourage you to take some time today and every day to reflect on your relationship with the land that you live on and with the indigenous communities of that area. In light of that, uh, for the entire month of January, I am donating money to Raven Trust, uh, which if you don't know about them, they're an organization that helps uh, indigenous people all around Turtle Island uh, dealing with uh, legal things and financial stuff like fundraising. And you can learn all about them on their website, which I've included a link to in the description of this episode. Basically, if you leave a rating and review of this show on Apple Podcasts, I will donate an extra $2 to them this month. Um, So you can do something that takes you a minute and uh, it helps me help them make a difference for people. So uh, everybody wins, right? Anyway, let's get into it. This week, we're talking all about afternoon snacks. This topic was requested by one of my Patreon supporters, Gabriel, over at patreon.com slash up for discussion. If you've got a topic you want us to talk about on the show, consider heading over to Patreon and donating as little as a dollar. It would really help me out. When someone says the word snack, my brain automatically goes to things like chips, cookies, and other convenience foods. The kind of stuff you can buy at a gas station or a bodega or, in my hometown of Montreal, a depaneur. Snacks are quick, they give you a bit of a boost to get you through the afternoon, but they're not necessarily meant to be filling or super complicated. But I want to challenge the idea that they need to be any of those things, and explore the idea that maybe, just maybe, an afternoon snack can be a meal, too. After all, When you're having that 3 o'clock craving, wouldn't it be nice to eat something delicious and exciting instead of just grabbing a Snickers? Not that there's anything wrong with Snickers, of course, they they satisfy, but sometimes you just want more. Like a big thick sandwich, or a bowl of pasta, or some roast beef, or some chicken, or a pizza. But when does a snack become a meal? And does it even matter? Do words even matter? What the heck even is food? Today, I plan to find out. But I can't do this alone. I've brought in a guest expert who knows a thing or two about dissecting the definitions of words until they reach the point of total meaninglessness. Welcome, once again, Giovanni Colantonio. All right, joining me on today's episode of Up for Discussion is the one, the only Giovanni Colantonio. You uh, have heard his voice before multiple times on this show. He is one of the people I keep bringing back because I just can't get enough. <laughs> if you want to hear even more of his voice, uh, you should check out Left Trigger, Right Trigger, the video game book club podcast that he co-hosts with a couple of other wonderful people. Hi, Giovanni. How you doing? 
I'm I'm wonderful. Thank you for having me back on the show. I it's every time you invite me back on the show, I'm I'm very surprised because every conversation that we have is is miserable. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes maybe I'm just sadistic. Yeah, it might be that. Which one's the one where I hate myself and want myself to feel pain? That's a, I think that's I think that's masochism. Okay, if I remember correctly. And what's the one where I want my listeners to be in pain? That's sadism, and that's okay. what you're delivering right now. The thing, the thing that I like about it, though, is I think I, I consider myself kind of like the the crime correspondent on this show at this point, sure. where it's like, oh, we've talked very seriously about food, and now we would like to ruin everything with an idiot coming on the show. <laughs> um, right, yeah. Well, we need that, you know? Yeah, for it, sure. It needs to, I need like a good variety of things going on so that it kind of stays fresh from week to week. Right, of course, of course. You yeah, got to keep people I, on their toes. They think that, they think they're going to get good advice about food one week, and then a surprise bread straw. Wait, did you say bread straw last time? Yeah, I think I. It's a really vague memory, but I think on the last episode where we talked about soup, um, I did say that you should turn your bread into a straw. I think I don't. Oh. I, it's a blur. It's a blur. Yeah. No, that sounds right. That sounds like a word crime you committed. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Hey, you know what? We're here. We're happy. It's the new year. It's 2021. Everybody's good. Everybody's alive. Quebec just entered another lockdown. Wonderful. Good. <laughs> life is life is what it is. Uh, and uh, we are talking, of course, today about afternoon snacks at the request of one of my Patreon supporters, Gabe. So thanks, Gabe, for uh, requesting afternoon snacks. When, uh, when Gabe requested this, he said that... Uh, so Gabe is from Argentina by way of Winnipeg, and now in Montreal, we're buds. And uh, he said that back in South America, afternoon snacks are a big deal, and they even have their own word for like a meal that you eat in the middle of the afternoon called merienda. So I'm wondering, like, what's your connection to afternoon snacks, apart yeah. from presumably eating them? Yeah, I do. Sometimes I like to eat. I mean, my, my whole food schedule is all over the place. I'm trying. I'm trying this year. I'm getting, I'm getting on that three meal a day schedule finally. I used to just be like a big lunch big dinner person um and we're, we're moving on we're, we're, eating, we're eating yogurt in the morning now oh, um, baby. but i'm a big snack i'm a big snack man um and i i mean I'm, I'm very like all over the place of when i eat snack you know it's really just mm-hmm. like like a cat wandering to the bowl and just being like is there food here now but but i've tried to like get hype about snacks and in, in <laughs> And last year especially, you know, it was like with lockdown happening, it's like, and you don't do anything, it's like, gotta add something new to the routine. Let's get snacks in the rotation. Sure, yeah. Uh, but, but I mean, like, for, for a long time, or for in recent years, I've been like a pretty basic snack snackman. You know, I, I'm a big, I, I, I'll admit it, I'm a big a potato chip guy. Sure. You know, I love, a, I love a salt and vinegar chip. Just, like, late in the day, need a little pick-me-up? Whew, get a, give me a bag of salt and vinnies, and we're on it. But you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to diversify a little bit. Like I'm, I'm starting to get into nuts. That's like a cool thing in my life. As I'm getting into nuts now, and that's that's that. Now, here's where I have to get into crimes, um, because my my answer to this is very basic. You know, I'm just I, I really am just somebody who like you know bodega aisle snacks will do it for me. Nothing now, wrong with that. So you know, like in, in college, you're figuring out a lot of things. You know, you're figuring out how to be a human being. You're figuring out how to be an adult, right, and how to mm-hmm. live on your own. And part of that is figuring out how to cook. And I had like, you know, late into college, my like, oh crap, I have to know how to cook now. Like, no dining halls anymore for me. Like, I'm I'm making meals. Um, and part of that freedom that comes with that moment comes with like, what does meal mean anymore? Right. 
Um, and so I got into like jerry rigged snacks of like, I don't have money. What's in the cabinet uh, that I can turn into snack? Um, and, and it was very much that like extra meal approach where I was like, I'm going to make something like that I kind of put together and assemble. Um, but you know, it's not like, it's not like a lunch. Uh, very, very much like a, a prelude to dinner, I, I guess I would consider it. But the problem is that I was g a garbage college trash student, um, and so you only have garbage college trash student uh, in your home. Um, so there were two things that I would make um, as as kind of my like go to snack in like my last year of college. One of those things, and this this I don't think this one's that bad. I'll defend it. Um, I would just like make a, a little bowl of rice. And I would just crunch up some Doritos and just toss it in with the rice, oh. and then just throw some cheese on top. Um, and it was just like a little, a little like crunchy rice bowl. Um, okay. Which I don't hate that. Yeah, actually, it was. I, I, I gotta say, it was pretty good. It was just like, oh, how can you take chips and instead of just shoveling them down, like come, <laughs> like turn them into something else? Right. Um, and I don't think that one's too bad. I think, I think honestly, uh, it's it's like. I recommend it. Like that's if you just got those things sitting around, mm -hmm. it's like yeah, it's just some like cheese and chips and a bowl of rice. Which do you, it's get it's getting worse when I say it, but that's that's what I did. No, but it doesn't sound bad. Yeah. Do you do you melt the cheese or yeah. do you just put it on? Okay. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. melt it. You melt it. All so right. You, then yeah, that sounds fantastic to me. Yeah, you know, I, I would just like maybe shred some cheddar or something on there, sure. you know, and then just put it in the microwave for like thirty seconds, right? You and know, just that's it. Honestly, like you. You you're you're being down on yourself about this, but if you just throw beans on that or like a protein, yeah. immediately it becomes a burrito bowl. Yeah, exactly. And so and like, yeah, it's great. That that's, sounds wonderful. That's what it, that's what it basically was. And I'm trying to remember. I might have done beans at some point. I might have gotten ambitious at some point and threw some beans in. But yeah, that's 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 basically what that is. You can just make like a tiny little rice bowl that like has Doritos in it. So it's kind of a snack. It's like a treat. Yeah. Um, so that's one. The other one, though, was like, and this is this is like pinnacle garbage. It's like sometimes you just have hot dogs, but you don't have buns. Mm -hmm. um, and so, but you do have bread, like just white bread. Um, and so I would do the thing where you cook like two hot dogs or something, right? And you you cut them uh, lengthwise and, and spread them that way. Mm -hmm. And then you, you cut them in half. Them. And yeah, and then you just do like two stacks of hot dogs on white bread with a slice of American cheese on top of the hot dog and, sure. and, and ketchup. Then you just make a hot dog sandwich. And I, that was a thing for a while. And I don't think that one was good. No, but I could see it hitting just right, you know? That's the thing. It did hit just right. The thing is, I like a hot dog, right? Right. But you just don't always have the tools to properly do the hot dog. <laughs> like a but, bun. Like a bun. And really, once you just once you're on a sandwich, it opens up the world of what you can put on the hot dog. Because usually, how are you gonna put a piece of American cheese on a hot dog? You have to like wrap it in it? That's stupid. Right. But if it's in a stack, like you if you turn the hot dogs into basically sandwich meat that's a little lumpy, then you can put whatever you want on there. Absolutely. That's a sandwich. Yeah. yeah. No, that's great. I honestly, I'm a big proponent of cutting a hot dog in half. I think if you cut the hot dog in half and then grill it real quick, yeah. that's the sweet spot. Yeah, yeah, you get get a little char on the bottom of it, mm -hmm. um, for sure. But but I wanted to pose this question back to you because I think right. this this question that that uh, your your Patreon, um, I don't know the proper terminology, your pa your patron, 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 I guess, patron, your patron, that your patron uh, 
posed here is really, really interesting to me um, because, like, I, I wasn't actively thinking about a snack as an extra meal, but, like, sure. it kind of can be. And I'm wondering if you, as mm -hmm. as a person who's not a, a garbage child like me, if you have any, like, jerry-rigged snacks where you're yeah. like, okay, I have, like, I have everything in my, in my uh, house and I'm not going to go out and buy anything, but I can whip something up that's sure that's delicious uh and and interesting yeah i mean so first off i'm a little bit of a garbage person when it comes <laughs> to food like i yeah. my thing is like i i know how to cook i'm a very good cook and like i know how to make things taste really good yeah. but that doesn't stop me from also putting trash in my body and i just want to <laughs> make sure that that's clear because like i don't want to sure. get a reputation as being like you know too good for for trash food because oh, i'm sure, super duper course. not of course um of course. Yeah, I, I think the like the idea of like jerry rigging your your afternoon snack or or really any meal. Um, this is something that I do kind of a lot because uh, we are a like one point five income household right. with two kids. So like Teffer's got a steady job, and I have some government money and mm -hmm. uh, part time job at a pizza place that doesn't pay me very much, and like right. a handful of editing gigs here and there. Right. So right. our our money kind of comes in waves, and. Uh, as a result, we're not like necessarily in a place where we can always have like a good amount of groceries. And that's not to say that we're like st actively starving because we also, you know, we'll get stuff from the food bank if we need to. But like, it does mean that we have like copious amounts of groceries sometimes and like bare bones stuff the rest of the time. Um, and so often, like the day before I get groceries, it'll be kind of scrounging to like figure out what the hell we're supposed to eat. And this, uh, this happened to me yesterday for dinner and also today for lunch. Uh, and then I bought groceries this afternoon. And, uh, when I made dinner yesterday, what I did was, um, <laughs> I took rice and we had some frozen meatballs and, uh, some frozen edamame in the, <laughs> in the freezer. And I, uh, made the rice, heated up the meatballs in the edamame and uh serve them to the kids in three separate piles on their plates because you know god forbid you should mix anything with children um right, right, right. but what teffer and i did was we took that rice and those meatballs in that edamame and we added uh, a <laughs> couple packs of uh mcdonald's sweet and sour dipping sauce that we had oh. left over Ooh. Um, because this is a thing. If you, when you get like a Happy Meal or like yeah. takeout or whatever from McDonald's delivered to your house, um, they always send you a lot of dipping sauce. And like, it's an amount that like, I cannot physically imagine eating the amount of <laughs> sauce that they give you to dip your chicken nuggets in. And I don't open all of the sauces, right? Because they send yeah. you like two barbecue, two sweet and sour, two hot mustard, whatever. So right. I open one at a time and finish it and then open another one. And inevitably we end up with like, we have a whole drawer in our fridge that's just like extra condiments basically. Right, right. Um, so we just like poured a bunch of sweet and sour sauce on our <laughs> rice meatballs and edamame last night. And it was rad. Wow. And uh, that, yeah. Um, so in that spirit today, when I was trying to figure out what to do for lunch and we uh, no longer had edamame or meatballs uh, and we had run out of cooked rice, I was like, well... Uh, what am I going to do here? I didn't have bread and cheese, I guess. Uh, and then I remembered we had cocktail wieners left over from uh, what? from New Year's <laughs> Eve. Oh, no. Uh, not, you know, still still sealed. I just yeah, accidentally yeah, bought too many. Um, and I still had one roll of Pillsbury Crescent Rolls that I had not, like, you know, cracked open and baked. Um, and I was like, okay, cool. I could just make some, like, pigs in a blanket. And then I thought... What if I put cheese in them? Oh my god! Like, how did you did you like get a? I'm, I'm what I'm picturing is you got one of those like icing things where you like pop it in, 
and you, and you you toss the icing inside of something. I don't know if that's how icing works, <laughs> but you know what I mean, right? Where yeah, you, yeah, you, like a piping bag. Kinda. Yeah, did you did you pipe? No, it? okay. I, I just I just like you know cut some thin slices, wrapped the hot dogs in it, and okay. then wrapped well, the cheese wrapped hot dogs. What in, if you uh, what if you did pipe it? Mm-hmm. You could you could pipe what like a cheese whiz kind of situation like a yeah, liquid sure. cheese yeah like melt some cheese down I don't know sure. like, like whatever I put it in a little put a little, little piping bag yeah throw that into a cocktail wiener plug <laughs> both sides up and you got a cheese dog yeah you know that sounds like a lot more work than I wanted to put <laughs> in but it doesn't sound horrible I watched uh God I was watching some Food Network show and uh, somebody cooked they took like a whole like pork loin with like yeah. the the bone still in oh. they carved out a big old hole down the middle and they shoved like bratwurst <laughs> in the middle of it Why? And they just like baked that and i was like oh, that's that's wonderful that's what i need oh wow pork stuffed I, with I, the sausage I, I feel like the turducken really broke people you know yeah. like it once once the turducken happened in in culture it was kind of like oh food's alchemy Oh, yeah. cool! Great. Yeah. But now let's it. do let's do spells. And let's that, do all the crimes. Yeah. But exactly. I, I think that that like that is kind of the spirit of the afternoon snack for me yes. is like looking around, going uh like lunch was two out two three hours ago. Dinner's not going to be for like three or four hours. I'm hungry right now. I don't necessarily want to make a whole meal, but I don't think like some bread and jam is going to cut it. Right. 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 And, like, you know, a lot of cultures do this, right? Like, Abe was saying that in South America they have an afternoon meal. Um, You know, the British have, like, tea, which, like, is not... It's not just tea, right? It's, like, a whole deal. Like, you sit down, you have tea, you have little sandwiches and stuff, and it gets you through the day. And uh, I was thinking about this, and, like, we don't really have that, like, designated... Like, in North America, we don't have a designated mid-afternoon, like light meal and right, I think right. we need that and yeah. like yeah so I was thinking about this and like my kind of you know go-to when it comes to like a late afternoon snack is often whatever leftovers we have from the night before yeah, um, yeah. but like in, in situations where I don't have that I tend to go the route of like grabbing like uh, I don't know usually some kind of canned beans or chickpeas or something mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. the the ones that are pre-soaked so that you don't have to you know wait right. hours and hours to eat them uh, right. which like god i have so many feelings about dry beans i just i, I get i get it but like not for I, me i think you're the i think you're the only person on on this planet to ever say i have a lot of strong feelings about dried beans <laughs> i'm just like i you know we have them and like <laughs> i understand from like an economic standpoint that they're yeah, like sure. the cheapest option and right, like right. if you got time why why not but man yeah i mean <laughs> I, I, I yeah it, it, it's really only if you're trying to do something special with the beans i get it you know if it's like oh i'm going to like right. i'm going to spice <clears> these <throat> up in in some like way where i have to soak them like that's cool again sure. in alchemy like i'm down with alchemy in general right. <laughs> food or not um and that's cool but yeah i can't imagine ever having the amount of time in my, that is needed in life to soak beans <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and yeah. and you know i don't i don't often think of beans far enough in advance for that is the problem yeah. for me beans tend to be a last minute like oh what do we have oh we got beans i'll do like a chili or i'll make like a you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah dish of some kind beans. yeah and like when i <laughs> So you're you're saying, you know, eating garbage food in college. My like college I mean, I dropped out when I was like eighteen, nineteen, so like 
I'm I'm calling you know my college years like everything from like 17 to 22 you know when you're like that age and uh my my early bachelor years or whatever I was uh I was the type who would take like a can of beans uh quickly saute them with like some onion and then throw all that in a bowl with uh like olives and some cheese melted on top and maybe hit it with some hot sauce hell yeah yeah good but it's like you know you want like a handful of ingredients. Most of them are already cooked. At most, you just heat stuff up and just throw it all in a bowl together. And like, oh, you know what? This is actually, this is a, a thing that I heard on TV the other day that I think is worth repeating. I was watching The Kitchen. Have you watched The Kitchen? No, no. Okay. Watch The Kitchen sometime okay. just because I think that you will appreciate the like novelty of what this show is. It's like The View, but as a cooking show. Oh. So it's like the same co-hosts every episode. They'll bring a guest in here and there to like show them a recipe or whatever. And uh, every time they're like, all right, guys, today's theme is, uh, you know, football day. So all of our meals today are going to be about things you can bring to eat in the afternoon on a Sunday with a football game. Here we go. Oh. And first up, you're going to show us how to make a salad. Let's talk about it. And, you know, they go down the line and each person like, prepares a meal and the in-studio audience cheers and applauds and they do the whole it's a whole thing it's not good no that's <laughs> but i love great. it that sounds good I, yeah you sold, you sold me on it it's like it's it's like maybe the weakest premise for a for a cooking show you know yeah <laughs> but yeah, like the premise, the premise just sounds like yeah we sit we sit around and sometimes we eat <laughs> yeah and and it's very much like it is exactly what it is it's like a yeah. daytime like you know daytime emmy fodder kind of situation yeah, for sure um but one of them on that show the other day said something to the effect of if they dwell together they go well together mm-hmm. um while talking about charcuterie specifically which oh. side note charcuterie board maybe the like epitome of afternoon snacks yeah, if i could sure. do that i would in a heartbeat um and i was thinking about that and like yeah if you're gonna whip up like a simple snack for yourself but want it to be kind of like satisfying Mm -hmm. i think there is something too like thinking about flavor profiles internationally and going like okay like you know what are two or three things that i have here how do i get them to like mesh you know yeah yeah for sure and and, i mean that's like my approach to cooking in general but like especially with snacks the stakes are so low you know and like with, with cooking it's like if i make if i make like a pasta or a soup i'm like in my head, I'm like, there has to be X amount of things in this for it to be worthwhile. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. I, I can't just make a pasta that's like, oh, I put some onion and I put like a meat in it. You know, it's got to be like, okay, but then there's olives, you know, and then then, then sure. I have like this, whatever. It's, it's, it's a process. Whereas with, with like making a snack, it really can just be like, you know, these two or three things go together well enough that I can put mm-hmm. them in a bowl and I yep. can eat them. I can put a Dorito inside of rice and that's food. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and that's it. And that kind of like, uh, that's why I bring up the like, yeah, you know, thinking about a geographically thing, because I think that your your Dorito rice bowl, like, to me, like, it's kind of it's very Tex-Mex, you know? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tex-Mex by way of like, God, I I don't like hell. I don't know. But but yeah, (laughs) Tex-Mex by Tex-Mex by way of hell. Yeah, exactly. It's it's, it's very much on like the Tex, the Tex side of the Tex-Mex, I guess, where it's just kind of like, Here's here's how Americans ruin ruin the good thing, um, I, I suppose. But yeah, like that that is totally um, legit. That's absolutely legit. 
Yeah. So yeah. that's it. I, th- I think that's the, the key to like a good afternoon snack is you want to like try to do something that makes sense, you know? Because mm. even if it's not necessarily like the best things, if you yeah. d- think about it in a way where you're trying to make it like cohesive, yeah. I think it'll be really satisfying and really good. Yeah, for sure. It, it, it's really just, and it's, it's, it's so low stakes. Again, that's like the great thing about snacks. I, I, I said it before, but like, it really is just kind of like the one, the one meal that you can mess up. You know, it's like, yeah. it's like, yeah, it doesn't matter because if, if you mess it up and it's like, oh, I guess I'm not eating a snack. It's like, that's fine. You're just not eating a snack. That's right. it. Dinner's coming up. Like this is, this is a treat. Um, so I just play, you know, experiment around, experiment around with your snacks. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's yeah. it. I think that you can have that attitude of like playfulness when it comes to snacks. Honestly, I think snack time is a really good time to like try things out that you think might be good for dinner. Yeah, that's that's a very very good point. Where especially like if you're if you're someone if you're someone like me who like when I cook dinner I cook like a, like a three things. You know, it's never like oh I cooked a piece of chicken. It's like oh I cooked a chicken and a potato and a broccoli. Um, right. And if you're if you're someone like me. That's a that's very true because it's kind of like I'm gonna mess with like a just a rice thing right now and if it's good then it can go with the chicken and broccoli later right uh, that's and it. I, it's, it's it can the move test up. meal yeah exactly yeah no I love that yeah. I um like also back in my like quote unquote college years I had um I would do cooking videos on YouTube uh, yeah they were they were bad but they were really goofy. Yeah, and that was kind of the point, you know. It was, it was, yeah, of course, it was what it was. And um, at one point, I made something called beef cups. And uh, you say beef cups? I said beef cups. Yep. Hmm. Uh, and what those were was uh, some like pre-made um, puff pastry, like muffin shell kind of situations, right? Cooked ground beef with probably onion and you know some some kind of spice situation happening, not just plain raw not plain ground beef and then a layer of cheese on top and then baked in the oven for a while uh, yeah. so that the end result was functionally a like you know beef and cheese muffin yeah horrifying greasy delicious mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> that's good those I, are all the words i like yeah and kind of a perfect snack because it really only took like 10 minutes to whip them up um, that's, the, that's the other thing about snack don't take too long to make snack yeah i think we said it before i don't remember but but i hey if you're taking more than like 15 minutes to make snack, just make dinner. Just yeah. just just cut to the chase. That's too that's long. It. Snack, you pick up you pick up a tangerine in your kitchen. That's snack. You that's can't snack. you can't spend you can't spend too much time. Got to do it quick. I will say, depending on what you're making for dinner, sometimes that's a really good strategy, right? If you know that you're going to cook a meal that takes like a couple hours of prep, making yourself a little snack beforehand and then yeah. eating it while you cook. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. That's not, it's bad, not bad. Yeah. It's uh I have definitely I, I've had days where I'm like okay, I'm going to make myself lunch and then eat it and then as soon as I'm done making and eating lunch, I'm going to start working on dinner and while I work on dinner, I'm going to cook two or three things to like snack on while I'm making dinner. Yeah, exactly. And like, you know, it's not <laughs> it's not necessarily like the best use of your time, mm-hmm. but I would argue that it's a pretty good use of your time if you like food and eating it. I think so. I think so. I think that we, uh, here's the thing. I think we've hit. I think this is actually our most valuable conversation that we've had yet on this show. More valuable than stoop. Yeah, because the soup one ended in make a straw with bread, and this one is 
is coming to some really nice points. I think. I think. I think this is, uh, you know, more about like the flexibility of snack and experimenting with your snack. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that's important. Maybe I've maybe I've gleaned the complete wrong takeaway from this, um, but that's what I feel like we've come to. Yeah, no, I think that's right. I think snack is like <laughs> snack is a meal that ought to be valued and and that you can put love into. Yes. You know? I also like this is separate from that, but I do like referring to snack as snack, not a snack. Yeah. Like as if as, as if it's a meal, as if you're saying dinner, just like, yeah, snack is good. I don't know why. It tickles me. I find delight in that. (laughs) Welcome to David's Dining Hall, where I talk to you about food, but not just any food. Today we'll be talking about afternoon snacks. What kind of afternoon snacks do you enjoy? I personally enjoy the kind that aren't too filling, like two pounds of spaghetti and cheese. Mmm, delightful little treat. Also goes well with a tasty snack of two rolls of garlic bread. It's an afternoon snack. It can be whatever you want it to be. Another good choice, popcorn. But not that oval red and becher shit. Get some oil, get a pot, put some oil in the pot, take some unpopped kernels, and then Put something on top so they don't all explode all over the place. That is how you make good popcorn. Because then you can add as much butter, salt, or other things that you might want. With pre-popped popcorn or popcorn in a sealed bag already, you can't really make any changes to it as it would unbalance the formula. That's all for now. This has been David's Dining Hall. Oh, hi. Didn't see you there. This is the mid-roll, the delicious cold cut of the show, sandwiched in the middle of Giovanni's bread. Is that a weird thing to say? Maybe, but we're in too deep to stop now. So slap a little mayo on me, daddy. I'm ready to get gobbled up. Yum, yum. Are you enjoying the show so far? Did the last 30 seconds make you unbearably uncomfortable? Are both of those things true simultaneously somehow? Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Before we get back to the show, I'd love it if you took a minute to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It's the best way for the show to grow, doesn't cost you anything to do it, and if you want some extra incentive, for the whole month of January, I'll be donating $2 to Raven Trust for every new rating and review we get. If you don't know, Raven Trust is an organization that works to provide Indigenous nations across Canada with legal and financial support to engage in public education and outreach, and generally to step up and do the reconciliation work that our government isn't doing. Justin. So leave us a rating and review and help us help them make things right. You can click the link to Raven Trust's website in the description below to learn a little bit more about the kind of stuff that they're doing. And again, leave our show a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, and I will donate an extra $2 to them at the end of this month. The other thing I want to tell you about during our mid-roll today is a Kickstarter campaign uh, being run by one of the other shows on the Upford Network. Radchild Podcast is a podcast that aims to help adults prepare themselves to have hard conversations with kids. So it can be anything from, you know, talking to kids about sex and relationships to talking to kids about race and religion and kind of anything that might be a little bit challenging for parents to talk to their kids about. Radchild Podcast, hosted by Seth Day, who's been on this show before, uh, is a really great show that kind of aims to equip people for those kinds of conversations 
conversations. They're currently doing a fundraising campaign on Kickstarter to raise money for their next season. Uh, and I will admit, I am the editor for that show, so I do get a little bit of a kickback from the donations that come in from that in that it is paying my salary. But I think it is a really fantastic show. I think they're doing a lot of really good stuff with it. And there's a lot of really awesome perks available. So if you are a parent or you know a parent, or maybe you're an educator or a children's book author or someone who works with kids in some capacity, maybe in a library or you have your own childcare podcast, definitely click the Kickstarter link in the description of this episode and consider going and throwing a little bit of money behind Seth's project. Uh, it is uh, really, really great. It actually just got picked up by Kickstarter as one of their like featured projects that they're promoting for the next little while. Uh, and you have, I think by the time this comes out, we're only like 10 days into it. So you have over a month still to go and donate. Um, I would really, really appreciate if you thought about doing that. Uh, and I know Seth would too. So yeah, again, that is Radchild Podcast on Kickstarter. You can hit the link in the description if you feel like going and checking that out and potentially leaving a donation there. All right, that's it for today's mid-roll. In the wise words of the late, great Amy Winehouse, let's get back to snack. What? That's not, that's not the lyric? What? How do you know, Toby? You're two. <laughs> so, you know, you, you grew up in the States. I grew up in Canada. Yeah, yeah. I grew up in Montreal, which is like a weird part of Canada that's kind of French. Right. Did you guys, what did you call, when you were in like grade school or elementary school or primary school, whatever you want to call it, because again, <laughs> who knows, uh, did you guys have like a break where you ate some kind of snack in addition to your lunch break? When you're when you're really young, yes. Like snack snack time when you're like a kid kid um, sure. is, like, is a common part, um, but not not after a certain point. It's like you get lunch mm-hmm. and then you, you go to sit in education room and you don't think about anything else in your life <laughs> okay and that's it um yeah in snack- high school you, you didn't have like a recess for instance in high school no you you stop in in america you don't stop for anything you just okay. if you have to feel miserable as many hours of the day as possible so the school experience is really kind of like we're only letting you go to eat lunch because we have to sure but other than that you will feel pain every second that you're in this institution and we, we will trap you forever. Okay, all right. Because that's America. That's what we do. We just love to make yeah. people feel uh, truly, truly miserable at all times. Sure, yeah. Go, go harder, go home. Does, does Canada have, like, snack times and breaks in, like, high school? Oh, yeah. So when, when yeah. I, at least the high school I went to, we had, uh, we had a snack, or we had, I can't remember if it was called recess. It was called recess. Uh, and it was like from say after first period like it was it was after first period and then we had second period and then we had lunch and then we had third and fourth period and then the day was over because we i mean we we had recess back in when you're really young you have recess which is like oh everyone goes outside and like plays for for whatever amount of time and maybe I'm just misremembering. Maybe like we we did have this, but I'm pretty sure that you don't. After a certain point, like once you sure, get to high yeah. school or like even like middle school, it's like no, 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 no. You have social studies. You don't have recess. Right. You right. you will learn about the history of the United States as told incorrectly to you, and that's what you will do <laughs> instead of going and playing a kickball. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. <sighs> No, that's it. So, so for me, like my my love of like having a snack during the day was really like founded in in my school years. You know, like yeah, I spent a good like twelve years of my life regularly having a snack break partway yeah. through the day, and uh, I mean, I also ate 
ate during class most of the time in high school because I had teachers who would let me. That um, rule. <laughs> I was I was the kid who would bring like I would bring a bag of cereal, like dry cereal, oh, yeah, to class yeah. in the morning. Oh, and I eat that, that during homeroom. But then I'd also bring like four sandwiches and like a granola bar and maybe like a like a, a tangerine. Yeah. Like I would bring a whole bunch of stuff and uh, I would eat all of it before our actual lunch break. So I'd just oh be sitting in class, like snarfing down sandwiches while doing my schoolwork. And then at lunch, I would go to the food court downtown and get, you know, second lunch, basically, and bring that back. And then I would, you know, eat that in, uh, you know, the last period of the day as well and just kind of be like constantly snacking throughout the day. And that's the police coming to arrest me. Yeah, I, 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 I was wondering that. They found out that you took a recess break and they were like, no, 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 you aren't allowed to bring cereal in a bag to school. Sorry, we've been this this has been a sting that we've been planning for many years. Uh, a decades long sting. We, we gotcha. Uh oh whoops. That is uh that's really interesting. I it's very interesting um the way that like I, I've never really thought about the fact that like school can kind of shape your some of your eating habits in like a weird way. Right. Um you know, like I I'm very routine in when I eat, or I try to be. Um I'm I'm bad about it sometimes because I just get like too deep into work and everything um, sure, yeah. but like I'm, I'm a very routine person in general and I think a lot of that comes from just like being on that school routine for so long and being like okay structure is good lunch is this time great <laughs> um, and I feel like if my school had allowed me to feel joy at any point during the day mm-hmm. maybe there would be that section in my day now where I'm like oh dedicated tea time where I'm going to have a little sandwich but instead <laughs> I spend every hour trapped at the computer until the the two minutes where I get up to eat a sandwich. And that's it. Yeah. A different sandwich. I mean, yeah. Like you know, you you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. I would uh, I would challenge you to to try and build a snack time into your routine. Call it call it recess also because I think that being a what what are you like thirty? Being yeah, in your 30s yeah. and, uh, 31, 31, Yeah. Yeah, giving yourself a recess in your 30s feels like yeah. a nice little treat to yourself. And you know, we're in a pandemic; we got to be nice to ourselves right now. Yeah, I, you know, I should, I should be doing more pull-ups. That can be my, that can be my recess time. I'll do pull-ups with one arm, and I'll have a, a bag of Doritos with the other. And each time I do a pull-up, I'll, I'll shove a Dorito into my mouth. How are you? Doritos <laughs> is a two-handed. <laughs> How are you going to do that? Not for me. <laughs> I'll just throw a bunch in my palm. And I'll just peck them like a baby bird. There we go. That's the way to yep. do it. I, uh, as a kid, I would eat popcorn like that a little bit, except I would we just do. use my tongue to grab a single oh, popped yeah. corn out of the bowl. You we, know? Yeah, we, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. That's how you do it. Yeah. That's still how you do it. It's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, I guess, that's a, I guess that's a crime to end on. That's a crime to end on. Yeah. Um, well, Giovanni, thank you so much for uh, joining me to talk about snack. It's always a pleasure. I love snack, I, and I thank you. I thank you to your uh, uh, patron who who also suggested snack. That's a great topic. Yeah, afternoon snack you. specifically. You want to do something funny? When you started, uh, when you started talking about how you're a person who likes routine, my brain, because this is the kind of person I am, immediately went to, I wonder what Giovanni's star sign is. Uh, so I went and stalked your Facebook to try yes. and find your birthday. And uh, in addition to uh, finding your birthday on your about page, Facebook is fun for this because sometimes you put stuff on there when you're like in your teen years. Yep. That, uh, you I'm worried there. about this. 
Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Giovanni, I noticed that your religious views are listed as Kanye West. <laughs> that is that what it says? It says Kanye West. It oh, sure geez. does. I got that. Is it? It doesn't say absurdist theater. That's what it should say. Oh, absurdist is your political views. Oh, that's that's accurate. Um, and then but, but under under other nicknames, it says G. That's correct. That's I went by G for for most of my life, and it, it's I stopped telling people at some point, so it 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 fell to the wayside. But yeah, G G was my nickname for. Uh, a long time. My closest friends still call me G. Um, yeah, which is which is true. Uh, I also there's a there's a little Easter egg on my Facebook profile. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, but there is a part where it's there's like a name pronunciation function on your profile where you can tell it how to pronounce your name. Oh. Um, and I'm I, I'll just save you the trouble of finding it and clicking it. But if you do it, it like if you click a button, it'll say the pronunciation that you've written phonetically. Okay. And when you do it, it does say Young Money. <laughs> So there's oh, a little, that's very good. There's a little Facebook Easter egg for you. Oh, I need to find that. It's great. That's I don't know if it great. exists anymore. <laughs> I'm not finding that, but that's wonderful. Anyway, we can talk about Facebook another time. But I <laughs> yeah, just, that's, uh, we can. If can you eat Facebook? We could. That could be a whole episode. Oh, that is a whole episode. Stay yeah. tuned. <laughs> that's next time you're here. We're going to do that. <laughs> huge, huge. What is what is food even? Um, do you have anything you want to plug or any final thoughts on snacks before I let you go? Uh, final thoughts on snack. Snack good. I like it. Experiment and make a snack, but not too long, or else you've wasted your time. Uh, <laughs> two. Uh, hey, uh, I do a podcast. It's called Left Trigger, Right Trigger. It's a video game book club with me and three other wonderful hosts talking about video games. Uh, you know, we we pick a topic every episode and we say, hey, let's talk about eggs. And then we each come up with a video game that has to do with eggs. And there's better examples than that, but that's the first one that came to my head. Don't worry, there are episodes that make more sense. Um, so you can check that out if you enjoy hearing about video games um, and and want to listen to a video game podcast that's not not as uh, up to date and and it requires like a deep knowledge of the industry. It's it's a little more casual and, and accessible for any any fans of gaming. Um, and other than that, I don't know, follow me on Twitter. I'm at Mario Prime. I write a lot about the video game industry. You can read my writing there and other places. Your your writing has been unhinged recently and I love it. Yeah, yeah. I'm I, it's <laughs> look, I'm I'm really tired. <laughs> very, very I think tired. I, I think it just speaks to like what the current state of the world is. I don't know. I, I like it a lot. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. I I'm you know it's kind of, it's comedy comedy's good comedy's, comedy's we, necessary we can be good yeah yeah that's it we're allowed to it's you laughing can laugh. helps you yeah can, you can read a news story and laugh it's okay yeah that's it that's a yeah. good note to end on yeah there we go <laughs> that's what snack's all about snack is about is about laughing at news yeah that's it that's the yeah. <laughs> we did it we did Thank it you. baba booey all right <laughs> Thanks, Giovanni. Yeah, of course. Always, <laughs> always a pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to Up for Discussion. Do you have a favorite afternoon snack? Tell me all about it on Twitter and Instagram at DownWithTalking. If you like this episode and want to help me make the show even better, you can head to patreon.com slash upfordiscussion to donate. For as little as a dollar a month, you'd be joining the ranks of fine folks like Patrick, Gabriel, Kendallin, Carlea, Thomas, George Poppy, Killian, Sarah, Angelica, Anne, Andrew, Laura, Erica, and Chantal. Patrons get access to all kinds of fantastic perks, so please go check it out. It's patreon.com slash upfordiscussion. 
We also have merch, and you can hit the merch link in the description to get all sorts of great stuff from our lovely friends over at TeePublic. And of course, you can support us for free by leaving a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice and by sharing this episode with a friend. Our theme music is by Zach Ingalls, and our cover art is by David Flam. You can find links for both of them in the description of this episode, as well as links to everything Giovanni and I talked about. And last but not least, this show is produced and edited by me, Tom Zalatni, as part of the Upford Network. You can find out about all the great shows on our network at upfordnetwork.com. See you next week. Hello, my name is Stefan, and please join me every week for my podcast, Some Good Friends, a show where I talk to some good friends of mine. Previous guests have included a Reiki healer, the heir to the Redenbacher popcorn throne, the person definitely not responsible for the murder hornet outbreak, and Jack Nicholson. Comes out Mondays, early in the morning. Check it out, and you might laugh. Hi, I'm Howard Mitnick, host of Gateway Music. Join me as I talk with people about the artists and albums that changed their lives and about the artists and albums that changed mine. Available on the Upford Network and wherever you get your podcasts. Hang on one second, because my cat has climbed into um, a grocery bag behind me. I was wondering what that was. Yeah, I, let me just... <laughs> she's just sitting in it and chasing her tail. So, like, <laughs> she's just running in circles. I'm going to pick her out of it. Sure. I, I assume you can edit this part. Uh, I might. I yeah, might. You, can, you can also leave it, but there's going to be a gap here while I move my cat out of the bag. <laughs> One moment. What are you doing? Get out. That's very cute, but get out. Go eat. I fed you so you wouldn't do this, and there's food there for you. Climbing up the bag? What do you think about it? No, it's gone now. It's in the nether room. You'll never see it again. Goodbye. Don't meow. I love you. You're very cute. Don't run in circles in a bag.